My name is Pranesh Mahashankar and this is the Biznot podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Biznot podcast. Uh today we'll be speaking to Akshay Murthy, uh the director of content at the Anvil, a student organization at Purdue University that's focused on entrepreneurship and um fostering the spirit through various uh, student engagement activities. Shay has had uh, experience uh, running a design agency. He is now the director of content um, at the Anvil. Welcome, Akshay. How are you feeling today? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on this. Um, yeah, I'm feeling, feeling good today. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never done anything like this so I'm really excited to kind of dive into this and explain about the Anvil and yeah just uh letting everyone know what we do. Uh, my pleasure to have you on the podcast. To start by asking you what was the moment of inception for the Anvil? What was what is the founding story? Yeah, so the founding story is actually really cool. Um I had to kind of dig into this a little bit because I am a first year member on the Anvil, so um obviously like I had to learn a lot about the Anvil and things like that, but Essentially the Anvil started about 8 years ago and it was by founders Mike Assem who's now the founder and CEO of M25 Ventures in Chicago and also Grant Gumina and like other people who um there's a lot of other members as well but essentially when these people were Purdue students um they realized Purdue didn't have a space um for them to actually collaborate with each other work on their projects and kind of tinker around um with their ideas and things like that So essentially the founding story is that they really wanted to create a physical space so that they could pitch their ideas to the city of West Lafayette in Indiana, local companies, different colleges and and things like that so they can actually spread entrepreneurship and kind of um showcase what projects they're doing. Um and then the university church building uh, was at the time um was one of the locations um so but they had to fundraise it and it was purchased by the the PRF which is I think a Purdue fund. and um they got enough money to rent the old university church building and then basically make it the nation's um largest completely running student uh, run co-working space so that's kind of how that location started and the anvil has been running at that university church building for a while now um but obviously due to the whole covid situation and things like that um our other directors right now lead directors are trying to find uh, another venue um for when we do go on campus to actually um host our different meetings workshops and things like that so we're still looking at different locations right now but that's where the original location was and then i guess from then on since 8 years ago the momentum kept going and the anvil essentially hosted a multitude of events such as hackathons um uh, our famous event called the boiler which is the startup accelerator and essentially creating pitch nights and basically turning all those events into the purdue community to basically create a launching platform for startups and um there was the impact was basically far reaching and many many startups were actually came from the anvil there were over 50 different startups that were created from the founding year so essentially 10 from the boiler and then every year um for 6 years running the basically 10 other startups were also created so it was really really cool and um i guess some of the notable ones there's one called mimir um which was created by prashist and he participated in the first boiler um and actually got accepted into the Y Combinator right after that and then he was bought out by another company so that was really cool um there's also another startup called Socio which you also might have heard of from Yarkin and um yeah and um he was also runner up to the first boiler event and they just raised um series A 
I'm not sure the exact amount, but they raised a Series A round. And then Glimpse was the most recent one from Akash. And um, he was also from the Boiler and just got accepted to the Y Combinator. So there's basically many different startups that came out from the um, from the Boiler. And essentially what the reason this happened is because um, the Anvil was able to foster this growing community of entrepreneurs and kind of get everyone to the entrepreneurial spirit to really let go of their ideas and kind of explore something new. Because, I mean, I guess in today's day and age, like, you don't, like, a lot of people are scared to pursue their ideas. And I think personally for me as like a, an entrepreneur and someone who's actually trying to work on a startup right now, um, I've noticed the biggest thing is like, sometimes I'm scared to explore my ideas. So I guess the Anvil provides a really great platform for you to do that. And that's why the impact of the Anvil has been so far reaching. And then two years ago, um, we started the Startup Career Fair, which is... Um, one of the really cool opportunities, essentially we bring in over 30 companies and 600 students from the Purdue community together to find jobs in local startups, as well as startups around the country and in the Midwest. And um, obviously, we, I don't know the exact hiring numbers from each startup, but um, a lot of attendees always message us saying, you know, we thank you for this opportunity. The startup career fair was helpful. So the startup career fair is one that's um that's like one of our big events as well. So those are kind of the main kind of origination stories from the Anvil and you know how the Anvil started. But essentially our main goal is here is to bring people together, bring opportunities for people to learn to grow and turn their ideas into reality and kind of um and kind of explore their whole uh what they want to pursue in life and kind of their whole career path. Yeah, uh the the Anvil has created a space, a very safe space for um, exploration. I wouldn't call it like business building per se. It's not that mature, but like yeah. for everyone to come and really intellectually explore and uh, and get that tested against like a bunch of real world metrics um, against uh, the biases that you have as annual the organization it's very interesting and the yeah. impact is obvious i mean apart from the financial metrics which are you know uh, rate of follow-on financing and you know rate of yeah. seed financing or series a financing that's great but i think the impact is uh, very profound yeah. uh, akshay so you you have a design agency why why did you take the time to do this i mean yeah why not just focus on making money so i mean i guess <laughs> well, the thing is, um, well, current currently as a Purdue student, my first goal is obviously to be a student and obviously explore different career paths. Because when I started designing about four or five years ago, it was mostly for my hobby. Like I would, I first started out by creating sports media artwork, like for the NBA, NFL, like just a re of random athletes that I like look up to and things like that. But then when I realized my account started blowing up and I kept getting followers and stuff, uh, almost hitting 10K last year. Um, that's kind of when I realized that I could be like, I could turn this into something else and kind of explore different design options. So, uh, I mean, in design, there's like, you can do sports media artwork, which I've been specializing in, but there's also different fields such as user interface, um, uh, user experience design, and then, um, branding package design. Like there's many different fields. And, um, what, one of the main things I harnessed through AKM studios was social media marketing and how to essentially develop and grow a following. And I think the reason I joined an Anvil is because I also had a passion for entrepreneurship and I started a couple of startups on the side, like tested my 
um, ideas and things like that, worked with other teammates. And right now I kind of, I think found a, found a good team I'm working with right now on a different startup and we're trying to go full on with that. And um, I think combining my passion for design and entrepreneurship, I really wanted to contribute to an environment such as the Anvil. And I think I, I could have, I, I can contribute my social media skills as well as my marketing skills and hopefully help grow Anvil to even bigger heights. And um, obviously during this day and age, like uh, we are in COVID right now and obviously we can't really do any live events and things like that. So it's been really, it's not been really tough because we are moving to a more digital age where everything is online right now. Um, but harnessing the power that Facebook and Instagram have, especially for marketing and reaching out to different um, targeted audiences. Um, I think that's one of the things I really wanted to get into and like learning how to use um, Facebook, Instagram and kind of harnessing those platforms to grow something. And we've actually um, kind of, we created a whole social media plan. Like I sat down with um, a couple of my teammates and we kind of um, created a whole social media plan and things like that. And um, over the, within the past two weeks, we've gained over um, 200 followers and um, it's been really good so far. And we, we hope to hit 1000 pretty soon on our Instagram and essentially our main goal, not just the followers, but to basically spread and impact a bigger population of Purdue students. Because um, right now, like obviously on campus, you could go to like live kind of like talks and um, students will be talking to each other about the anvil. But um, right now, the only form of communication is social media. So um, growing that and developing that and trying to make that community much bigger, that'll help us impact a larger population of Purdue students and get them interested in our various events. Uh, just to follow up, like what, why the interest in entrepreneurship? Um, well, for me, I believe that entrepreneurship is basically just a way of creative problem solving. And I think that's how I look at it in terms of what all these big CEOs are doing and what um, these startups that are getting to Y Combinator and things like that, they're finding a need that they see that needs that needs change in the world. And they're trying to solve it using their creative problem solving skills, their skills that they've learned in the past and kind of forming this um, collaborative environment to solve a problem. And I think rather than like a lot of people, in my opinion, do get caught up with like, you know, like um, in my opinion, entrepreneurship obviously is a huge risk. Like, first of all, you don't have any funding when you start out. And personally, as like a, as a college student right now, like I personally don't have like so much funding that I can contribute to my startup. So obviously you have to find creative ways in generating that you have to develop a buzz around your brand. You have to do many, many things. But the reason I, I really love entrepreneurship is because it allows me to explore different ideas and you can meet so many different people through it. Like um, I'm from Seattle and I'm, I'm currently in Seattle right now because I'm doing um, remote learning, but um, Seattle is a huge startup culture. There's a huge startup hub here, obviously. Um, with all the companies, Google, Microsoft, et cetera, um, Amazon. So one thing I noticed here is that there's so many networking conferences and there's so many pitching events, which you can go to um, and meet all these different entrepreneurs as well. And it's it's really nice to see, you know, what they're trying to solve, what, what space they're working in, how they utilize their resources and, you know, what approach they're taking to solve the problem. Because right now, like every idea you have, um, there's probably one other person out there that has that idea, but everyone can have an idea, but execution is the main thing that matters. If you cannot execute on your idea, then like nobody will know about it and it, it won't set you apart from others. So I think entrepreneurship for me is, is a method like where I can harness my design skills, my marketing skills, but also use those creative skills that are involved in those to uh, solve a problem that I'm passionate about. So I've 
obviously as a student um i went to a stem school um science technology engineering math so it was a more rigorous curriculum and there was obviously that kind of opened my eyes up to various uh problems which i saw or various things that could be improved in the stem fields as well and also tech in general so since then i've been really in love with the whole edtech industry as well as kind of the whole um like biotech assistive tech that type of thing so those are some of the fields that i've been interested in in the past so i was trying to using my startup knowledge and using whatever i've learned in the past i've been trying to explore those fields but um i i would say that entrepreneurship is something that basically anyone can do which is basically the main mission we're trying to promote at anvil like anyone can be an entrepreneur if they have an idea and they have the drive to actually pursue it sorry to get on a riff about this but wouldn't you think that uh being uh, being an entrepreneur also requires talent mm i mean it depends on how you define talent like i mean you can be really good at coding like i've seen lots of people participate in hackathons and things like that like that's cool like i'm i see it on linkedin all the time like i just participate in a hackathon like i see all these really cool projects on github and everything like that but i mean i mean if you think about it right it's like i mean a lot of these ceos and things like that it's about how they think it's their mindset that that allows them to explore these different opportunities it's how they are able to manage people it's how they create a team of people to do that because um you don't have to be like a person that can do it all like for example for me i'm not i'm not myself i'm not a huge cs guy myself i'm more of a um a creative thinker i'm more into the whole user experience research and the design end of things so if i do need some technical coding um i can obviously contact an uh, like either like i can collaborate with a partner or i can contact someone else to i guess work with me on the code and things like that but i would say that the the whole talent aspect like um obviously for execution you do need it but there is lots of talent out there as well and that makes you think like if, if there's so many coders and so many designers out there you know like why haven't they made like a million dollar startup for example like why isn't each person owning a startup or why isn't each person owning this huge business so it requires a special type of thinking in my opinion i think it, it, i think it's the whole mindset aspect and that's that's how you're able to pursue these different ideas so there is some talent required in that you should have some of the basic skills like you do need to know how to i guess um create a business model how to create a marketing plan um how to i guess create a prototype of your idea but you can obviously learn all these skills and especially in today's in today's society there's all these resources available for you to learn things so if you don't have that talent for a specific industry for example a specific field you can learn it using online tutorials or even go to a different space to like work on it but i wouldn't say that you need like some sort of like or like uh, extraordinary talent or anything to be an entrepreneur and actually like if you have an idea then um you can try to see how you can that is a very interesting take on it but wouldn't like sorry to get on a riff about this but wouldn't you think that uh being uh, being an entrepreneur also requires talent and one thing um if i just if i can just add on something it's like um it's like the whole patient aspect you brought up is really is really interesting because i've seen that like there's a reason a lot of like you like you have an idea right and you want to like create things and do all that but like within like maybe 3 4 months like if you start to realize like oh you know there's a roadblock here and like you know this may not work that's when people start to like let go of their idea but like it takes a lot of patience and determination to actually get through that and kind of 
um, establish connections and kind of work through those hurdles. And that's going to, that's going to, what's that they'll enable you to execute your idea. So patience is definitely one thing that's very crucial. And I have to work on my patience as well. Like sometimes I really want things to like, I, I want, I expect results sometimes and expecting things can like get you disappointed sometimes. So, um, on, on my end too, I'm trying to work on trying to be patient and also trying to adapt to maybe difficult situations. Like, um, recently, for example, like, uh, when we were launching our marketing campaign for a startup, which, um, we're launching our platform next year, early next year, but we're trying to develop like our initial kind of get the ball rolling right now. Um, when we were developing a marketing campaign for that, we realized developing the buzz around our brand is, is a very kind of difficult thing to do right now. So we're trying to sit down and kind of work on different strategies. So obviously it requires a lot of like critical thinking as well as um, patience, as you said before. With and with considering what you're doing, the specific type of patience that's needed is you know, probably you have to be willing to like kill your own ideas and just like yeah. favor the best ones. Like yeah. also like it's that that like you know goes into the territory of like ego management, um, yeah. which is very I for me I personally like patience is fine. It's difficult, but it's like doable. Ego management yeah. is is honestly it's an art. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. You, you if you, get oh my God, yeah, I, I've got, I've got stories. I, yeah. Anyways, I shouldn't get into that right now. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, what were some of the growing pains with uh, Anvil's journey? Because now it's not a physical space; it's essentially a community. And communities to build communities, it takes hard work. And I want to know what challenges. Uh, the organization faced in scaling up because it has scaled up to a significant size yeah. today. Yeah. Well, I guess some of the, like, I guess some of the major like roadblocks and things like that is how do you convince people that what you're trying to, I guess, tell them or what you're trying to show or like inspire in the community is worthwhile for them. Cause you know, we get in, we get caught up with our, obviously we're all busy, like, also, every student is busy with their work, um, their schoolwork. They have other things to take care of. But the main reason is, the, the main question, I guess, is why should we believe in entrepreneurship? Why should we take part in these various events? Or, you know, like, why should I believe in this mission? And I guess one thing that we really try to emphasize, uh, especially while scaling up and even now while we're scaling up, is um, the idea of storytelling. Because everyone has a unique story in them and they just need to explore it. Like, they have everyone every person is unique in some in some way whether like they think it or not like like i like in the past like personally i struggled to think about like you know like how like how am i different from this person like what's what type of skills do i have like like how did i grow up or like what was my story that got me inspired to do this and i think once you once you provide a platform that enables people to discover their story to discover their passion and their interest that's when they'll be more connected to your mission as a whole. So if they if they if they believe in your mission and they kind of associate with that using their personal experiences and things like that, they'll be more inclined to listen to what you have to say, participate in the various events. Like, and I think when you think about entrepreneurship and like all these pitches, like the boiler, for example, is our is our startup pitch night and things like that. Like if you think about that, it can seem very intimidating because you're going to pitch in front of like different judges, investors, your peers. And obviously that can be very frightening for someone who has never done anything like that. 
But if you kind of walk them through that process and tell them like, hey, if you're confident in your story, you're confident in your product, then you can do this. Then I think that's the main thing. And right now, what we're trying to do on our social media platform is essentially connect our team members with um, the community as a whole and tell them like, hey, like we like it's not like like we're some we're like like or extraordinary or like different from one another like we are all just a community trying to build up entrepreneurship and inspire that spirit because um i mean like how like a lot of these different startups that do form they they're not just like made from some like harvard like graduate or something like that like even people who haven't completed college or like um have some tough times with high school and college they've been able to get out of those tough times and like create something themselves and really feel good about it so i think it's all about uh allowing people to explore what they're passionate about because obviously we're at an age right now where we 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 may not even know what we want to do in our careers like after we graduate college like after we graduate master school or whatever um we we may not even know what we're still like what we want to do in our career path but it's all about self exploration kind of figuring out what we want to do and um trying to find the story and i think as a team right now our main goal is to inspire that storytelling aspect which is the what do which is the 1k pitches event which we're trying to host this year which um is actually going to be hosted on november 1st um our main goal with that is obviously to emphasize the storytelling aspect but inspire people from all different majors and all different backgrounds to basically pitch an idea they're passionate about so that's the whole 1k pitch aspect and in terms of scaling up obviously um the roadblocks are like obviously funding can be one of them because we're still trying to find a location um uh to host our different workshops and things like that but obviously right now since it's online um we'll be able to do that but um we're still trying to figure out all of that and things like that but obviously purdue is a very diverse student body so it is it it is easy to kind of um showcase what the anvil has to offer and kind of uh, appeal to a multitude of people because the purdue campus is so big the student body is very diverse and um there are many people interested in entrepreneurship so trying to hone in on those different skills and kind of seeing how we can um appeal to like their personal experiences and stories i think that's going to be our mission for um this year as well and emphasizing again the storytelling aspect too that makes a lot of sense i just i just want to say something really important i really missed the jimmy john sandwiches at the events the free yeah. food it was it was great um no seriously though i i think the the aspect of having in person events um there's a very uh there's a very subtle emotional intimacy to it that is lost yeah and the other and what was so interesting about the way you explained it was the summary of what you said was anvil subsidizes emotional security for people to explore their ideas mm-hmm. it's a very very interesting way to explain what anvil does how how has like covid-19 uh affected how you guys think about events cuz you just mentioned that uh you know it's all dig- digital and you guys are figuring out your space but do you mind getting into the specific tactics or, or strategy um that uh is going on your people's heads right now and how how difficult is that like how how does that how is that process feel well i guess obviously we the amount of like in person things we can do is very limited so right now we're trying to leverage all of our different platforms and kind of um 
when I started doing the whole marketing thing in the beginning of the year, like it's only been a month. Um, but since then, like I've been trying to post on three or four different platforms. Like we have our Twitter has been very popular. Um, it has over a thousand followers and we've been able to post consistently on that. And that's where a lot of students and other entrepreneurs are able to get our information. So Twitter is a big platform for us, but we're trying to really focus on the whole um, pushing out daily content because we're trying to be very consistent with that now. And I like, I guess before, um, before I started the whole like social media push last month, um, we like we we didn't post that much on our Instagram and like there wasn't that much interesting content that would actually engage viewers. So that's why our main challenge this year was to create. I mean, if there was a whole, um, if we were able to do in-person events and all that, we wouldn't have to have such a huge intricate like social media plan or like how to kind of target different audiences because we would be able to do that through various camp on-campus events. Um, but obviously now we have to kind of sit down and create a detailed plan and I'm communicating with the 1K Pitches team, the finance team, um, our Forge Innovation Nights as well. And we're kind of trying to figure out a plan, like how are we able to push out daily content, whether that's flyers, whether that's short pieces of information that uh, viewers can quickly read and see, oh, okay, this event is coming up. Um, let me prepare something like, um, uh, especially for our 1K Pitches event, which is happening on November 1st. Um, our main goal was to create something that is obviously very appealing. So that goes back to the whole design and graphics aspect, kind of making sure that's appealing to the audience and that it attracts them, but also how we can create effective graphics and information at the same time. So we're trying to focus on that right now and um, yeah, pushing out daily content and trying to target the Purdue student audience. So what I've been doing personally on my social media and is I've been trying to reach out to many bigger Purdue accounts and Purdue alumni that have gone on to do many great things and kind of asking them, uh, you know, information like how they did it and, you know, like what tips do they have, but also reaching out to them to hopefully do some marketing and kind of uh, spread our mission. Like my main goal right now is to find a couple of big accounts, big influencers from the Purdue community who can help us, who can help sp spread our mission and kind of get our whole, what, what the Anvil does out there. And um, yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of the main things we're doing right now. Um, right now we're doing a whole meet the team series because I think one thing that's really important is trying to establish. Oh yeah, thank you, yeah. Um, but yeah, one thing we wanted to do with the meet the team series is that um, obviously that aspect of connecting our members to the community to get a face to them is, is important because if, for example, if like one of my friends see that, uh, um, someone's on the committee or if I'm on the committee, for example, they'll be more inclined to check out, you know, like what we're doing and kind of what it, what what interesting things are going on. So a lot of our members obviously know people in the Purdue community. So establishing that familiar face will help us um, be more like have a personal connection with their community, but also spread our message um, farther. So I think that was one important thing. So we're going to continue posting our meet the team and then we're going to start posting um, one of the ideas we had was actually posting different tips and tricks for how to, um, I guess, build up your connections, like, like leveraging LinkedIn, leveraging local like pitching events, attending workshops, things like that, obviously virtually, but how you can develop your network and also um, the basic fundamentals of developing a prototype, for example, and just these small little kind of skills that we can put in short graphics to, in, to essentially motivate an audience to um, be like, oh, wow, this is very interesting. Like personally, I follow all these different accounts, like all these design accounts that provide short tips and tricks, like how to use X tool in Photoshop or Illustrator or how to 
um, use color theory and how to do this using in UX design, UI design. So when I see those things, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. I never did it. And I would save that graphic to my phone. And I think with that, what we're trying to do is we're trying to follow a similar model and basically put out content that's interesting, but at the same time um, pushes what we have in store and what our events are. Okay, so an emphasis on tactics. I just want to shift gears a little bit and uh, ask you, what is the long-term value of Anvil? Um, long-term value of Anvil, I would say the number one thing is obviously, um, I guess when you participate in the Anvil events, you get a sense of, obviously you can form long-term relationships with people. Like if you meet someone in an event that shares similar passions to you or even different passions and you kind of, you guys share your stories and you guys connect over that, then you have a friend that you can always talk to. You have someone that you can reach out to in the future. And perhaps if you want to start your own, um, if you want to start a venture, for example, and you need like a, if you need a co-founder, if you need a partner, you can reach out to them. So we're trying to develop a community um, where people are able to connect with one another and kind of learn more about each other. Because again, that's going back to the whole storytelling aspect. So developing that community and forming relationships, I think that's one of the key things people will get out of our events. But also the long-term goal is, to develop that mindset that yes, I can, like, I can do this. Like I can create, if I have an idea, I'm confident in my idea, I'm going to do whatever I can to pursue it and um, kind of inspire others to do the same. And I think it's kind of like a chain reaction. You're like, we're trying to inspire um, even one person to uh, do their idea. And that's how we have so many like Y Combinator startups in the past, which is very impressive. Like getting into Y Comb is not like an easy feat by any means. And it requires a lot of planning. It requires a lot of thinking through your startup and um, it requires obviously a good product and a good mission. So I guess long-term value is that you can form many relationships, but also developing a new mindset and new perspective about entrepreneurship and basically saying that you don't have to be an Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos to like start up your own thing, because obviously those guys, like they have a lot of different experiences, um, but their stories are also very interesting, but you don't need to, basically be like someone else in order to do something. Like if you see someone successful, you don't need to be like, you don't need to have the same experiences as that person, but you can leverage your own experiences and your own talents to create something. And you can also be successful um, like them, like not using them as a metric of success or anything, but like you can, you can contribute to the community and you can create a startup that's effective and that you feel proud of. Because I, I think like, you can create something, but you also have to feel proud about it. Like, you know that you're reaching a far audience and your mission resonates with a lot of people. Like personally, if I want to develop a startup or I want to, I want to develop a product, I want to make sure that it impacts a lot of different people and the mission um, associated with that is meaningful. And I think in today's society that that is a little bit lacking in terms of like the whole social entrepreneurship aspect and kind of making sure that your startup is serving a bit like a serving a good need and things like that that's also some things to consider but definitely from the anvil we want to get out that you can build long-term relationships the mindset and also kind of just meet different people and, and network and also have fun while you're at it okay so uh let me just clarify uh what you just said the law so correct me if i'm wrong the long-term value of the anvil is to foster long-term uh, professional relationships uh, in the direction of creating successful uh, enterprises that drive um, the world forward. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, 
yeah that's a very interesting um way to frame the focus of your organization and it it's it's one of the more interesting ones and i have been in certain organizations this is pretty uh simple but profound um long term value that you have stated i want to get into the 1k pitches challenge what is the long term i uh, say what is the objective of the 1k pitches challenge what do you guys want to achieve and what is the thought process behind the 1k pitches challenge because you you people already have the boiler uh, for generation nights what 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 was the necessity for the 1k event i mean uh, not to frame it negatively but what was the thinking behind it mm-hmm. yeah for sure well obviously as um obviously a member who's working on the 1k pitches team can probably get into more detail about all of this but um i guess the the main reason why we decide to establish the 1k pitches challenge is obviously the name 1k means 1000 pitches so we're trying to accomplish our goal of 1000 pitches in the purdue student community and that's that's a lot of pitches that's not like a small number or anything but that's just a basic number like we hope to we hope to achieve but that like if a thousand people pitch like that reach of that and then the community around that is is far reaching and like the number of pitches will inspire other people to do the same thing and if we get that many pitches that allows us to know that hey like these students are really interested in kind of entrepreneurship as a whole and kind of pursuing that spirit and like be feeling confident to pursue their ideas and i think we since we're opening this event up to virtually anyone in the purdue student community um this allows a chance for people from different majors from different backgrounds different skill sets to really contribute to something and i think that's really cool to see like um if someone who is really interested in coding has a has a profound vision for something and they want to pitch that or if someone who has seen something in the humanities or like the arts field and they want to pitch something that they think will be a viable solution to that that's also really that that's insightful and i think opening this up to like basically every major and basically every person there um that allows us to expand our reach but also inspire many people to contribute to our vision and also um create something that they feel proud of so that is the main reason for our 1k pitches and also the 1k pitches is like it it does happen in a lot of other um university startup accelerators so we we are the boiler and other universities have their own startup accelerator team as well and the 1k pitches is also kind of an event that many other um student uh run accelerators also run every now and then but we really try to make it an emphasis in our um in in the anvil itself along with our other ideas and i think that's a really great um supplement to everything and we've been making a huge social media push for that to get people to submit their pitches and um basically contribute their ideas and we're hopefully trying to um uh throw in a raffle and kind of inspire and basically motivate them like there's also we're trying to host different prizes and raffles and things like that to make it a fun experience also um but i think the whole pitching experience is is a really good life skill as well how to pitch your idea in a very short amount of time and even if you're in the if you join the workforce and even if you're your own entrepreneur as well and you're working in a team it's really important to pitch your idea and get those basic skills down so it's also practice for that as well so i think inspiring a 1000 pitches um that's our main goal and we'll be really excited to see how many pitches we get and throughout the year we'll be kind of promoting this notion of um kind of uh creating your pitch and and working on your idea and things like that i'm excited for the 1k pitches challenge 
I think I'm gonna be applying. Uh, so sure, I'm yeah. super excited. Is there anything else that you want to explore or share uh, before we end today? Um, well, I guess just for like all the viewers out there, like make sure to check out our um, Instagram accounts called Anvil Startups. And then our anvilstartups.com is our website too. But uh, I guess I'm just going to say that like, I mean, while our, our main goal is to obviously spread the entrepreneurial spirit and kind of allow people to network and um, basically meet new people and things like that but just like don't be scared to pursue your ideas and and if you if you truly believe in something you should explore it and you know see what what you can do with it but you also must have patience resilience and kind of adapt to your situation obviously right now since we are in a tough time with COVID and everything like that hopefully um, you know things get better but we we are now we now have like time to explore different things like you know aside from school and things like that like I mean, you can even spend half an hour on like kind of exploring to see, you know, what you want to do in your career path and, um, excuse me, and preparing your different ideas and things like that. Like just, it's all about self-exploration and like figuring out what you need to know. And like, you don't need to know exactly what you want to do in the future, but I guess now, since we are like 18, 19, whatever, um, age in college right now, like this is the time to explore your ideas and, I guess te- like, like when you're like 30, 40, like that's, that's a very critical age, right? So um, you want to fail early, you want to explore your ideas and then see what works because it's all about a learning experience. So yeah, I guess if, any, if anyone is interested in participating in the Anvil events, feel free to visit our website, our social media. Um, we're pretty active on there. And, um, you know, like just join our mission and take part in our events and we'll be sending out updates um, later on as well. Thank you so much for doing this, Aksha. It was an absolute yeah, pleasure. The opening theme is by The Insider and the ending theme is by Black Ant. This audio was obtained as a Creative Commons license. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast.